Welcome to the Harry Potter Virgin, where three Potterheads guide a wizarding world virgin on their first journey from platform nine and three quarters. On this show, our resident muggle Rob will share his experience of reading the original Harry Potter series for the first time in his 30-something years. He'll be helped along the way by three veterans of the Potterverse. This is a bonus episode between series three and four. Today, we're catching up with the Harry Potter Virgin and my co-hosts, Millers. Hello. And Phil. Mad-Eye Moody. And also, from the very start today, welcome Rob. All right, nerds. You didn't say Rob's brilliant idea. Well, I was going to get to that in housekeeping. Jump in the gun. (laughs) Uh, Housekeeping, anyone? Go on then, Rob. Yeah, Rob had a brilliant idea for the name of this episode. Straight under the bus, first off. Um, No, it was so good. I thought it could be called Series Three and Three Quarters. Hey, oh, I've already forgotten that you said that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he said it about two minutes ago. But hey, listeners, look at that! Hey, eh? he's already he's on the he's, he's on the wavelength. A he's, he's a nerd. Okay. Miller's has some housekeeping far away. So, Rob, Phil, you're going to be so excited. We just booked a holiday. Like, unfortunately, we can't go anywhere like sunny and hot. So we're going to Scotland. But nice. we're going to Hogwarts and we're going on the Hogwarts Express. Shut like the up. actual Hogwarts Express. Is this the, the just when- the, the Scott Rail train up to Edinburgh? No. 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 We're going on the Hogwarts Express. Rob, it's not even the Scott Rail train from Glasgow to Oban. It's the Jacobite Steam Railway from Fort William to Malay, I think it's called. And it goes over the viaduct, Philippa. Yeah, I know the one you mean. Yeah. And all the way through the mountains, past the lochs. I'm I'm so excited. I'm very excited. You getting a Um, chocolate frog? Chocolate frog for that? Well, we'll have to take, I mean, we might have to take some with us. Yeah, some Freddos. BYO, BYOFs. Just to let everyone know that my um, houseplants are still doing really well. Oh, brilliant. And also that I've had to kick the, um, I've had to kick the apple rings habit. Oh, no. I had to go completely cold turkey like I did with Pepsi Max. Why? Um, I was consuming over a thousand too many calories a day, all in apple rings. Oh no! <laughs> they're, they're quite, they are quite calorific. So, um, was it starting yeah. to hit the bank account as well a bit? Was it just no? Do you know what? I'll take that hit. That was fine. That was fine. I'm not. I'm not going out. I haven't been out for a year, so I'm happy to spend it all on apple rings. But. <laughs> By the way, I like Phil pretending that she ever go ever yeah. went out ever. That like over a year ago, like <laughs> thirteen months ago, she was out. She was out. She was out <laughs> down Oceana every night. <laughs> um, Rob, anything from you? No, I've had a Potter-free few months, and they've oh, been glorious. Sorry. You know, I've been hmm. reading other books. I've been, um, you know, doing anything anything but Potter. What's but have the... you thought about Potter? I, I haven't really. I, do you know what? I've, I've kind of got a little bit concerned pre this pre this recording that I need to sort of remember everything that happened and what went on. Um, so yeah, you know, earlier today had a little had a little tea in my Harry Potter mug just to get in the zone. Well, I was <laughs> merch, mention merch the... available. 
I was going to mention the mug, which, by the way, Phil, like, I don't know how many of those you got made, but I keep seeing more people with mugs on, on Facebook. But we put that picture of you with the mug on social media. And yeah. um, lots of people thought you looked like a Weasley. Right, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a particularly ginger snap, to be fair. Um, I think it was just the lighting. Yeah, but I bet Bill says that when he has like a photo from a bad angle or a good angle, whatever. I reckon whatever I could. I, I reckon I, I'm happy slotting into that family somewhere, in amongst them. I, I wouldn't. I would not enjoy the hectic, the hectic household. Right. So when my sister saw the picture, she was like, "Oh, oh, but he's attractive," and we were like, "Yeah, yeah," and she was like. Oh, he doesn't sound it. I thought he was going to... I think she thought you lived in a hole somewhere, she's not, I think. She's not the only one. I've had multiple people <laughs> make a comment along the lines of, he's not ugly. He's not... <laughs> he doesn't look... You know, he's yeah. good-looking. I've got, I've, I've got and they've very... been surprised. They've been very surprised. <laughs> Apparently, you don't have a voice for the radio. No, I, I've been fully aware of that for a long time. I've got a very dull... <laughs> Very dull voice, so I can understand why they think that. I, my, my voice is awful. Uh, you know Bill true. Weasley? <laughs> Who? Yeah, Bill. yeah, Bill. Yeah, Bill so, Weasley. Yeah. Brother Bill. Even though, I, even though I know he doesn't look like this, but like I can't stop imagining um, this picture in my head because this is the picture I've always had in my head of Bill um, since I read it as a child. And you know, guess who? Yeah. Gang. Mm. There's like an egghead, like eggy head, and he's got. I think he's called Bill. Howard. And he's oh, no, got Bill. Yeah, Bill. he is Bill, which I think is what. And he's got like no hair, but gin, a bit of ginger <laughs> yeah, hair. I know exactly who you mean. Like <coughs> I like to call it like a hair tutu. Yes. Yeah. But it's ginger. <laughs> right. Shall we start with the submissions that we've had from oh, people yeah. in the intervening weeks and months? So we've had, by the way, just, loads and loads of of um, outposts and muggle mail, and we're not going to read it all out today because a lot of it, of it is about book four. So we'll save right. all of that. But there's just presumably we've had quite a bit about my um, forthcoming novel, have we? Um, well, Ooh, there was one comment about we that. Had any real fan? Um, yeah, there were real fans. A new real fan. Yeah, I think so. She, read, she sent in a really, like, loads of questions. Great message. Fantastic. Welcome to the Harry Potter Virgin. So she says, writing is a skill that takes years of practice to excel in. And I'm sorry, Rob, but not a fan of the name. Grudgingly, I'll acknowledge the first line was pretty stellar, though, and I was impressed. Hooks. Hooks, another one. Can I make a request? Can, for um, the first episode of the four series, could Rob write the blurb for the back of his book? Yes, that's a fantastic idea. It'd be difficult okay. since he doesn't know the story yet. <laughs> no, but the blurb doesn't give you everything, does it? It's just little, little, little yeah. teasers. Little teasers. I'll work around it. I'd imagine that's what JK did as well. Yeah, did the blurb and then fit a little This is from longtime friend of the show, Emma Jane. Um, she said, I've really enjoyed listening to the past few episodes with the way you guys have just bounced off of one another. It's been so jovial and refreshing. So thank you for doing this and sharing it with us. She says, Millers, your baked bean situation is so wrong. Now, I thought we could all comment on that because technically it's Rob's. 
no, 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 that's... no, 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 she's talking about my oh, cold beans. Yes. By the way, what? I do the same thing with tomato soup. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, the cold. No, what do you mean? It's all it's all liquid. Yeah, but I like it cold out of the tin. I, I think that's it. That's better than the baked bean thing. The baked bean jus. It's, sort of, yeah. uh, it's the same stuff, I think. Just call it gazpacho. Just have it cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then she's got muggle mail. Now, she's got a couple of questions for Rob, and we'll, we'll see how well you answer these, Rob, because it has been a while. How did Rob's logical mind cope with the revelations of a time turner? So, oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, all of that time, time bending stuff. Think looking back on it now. Yeah. I, I mean, I was down with it. I like the it was logical three turns for three hours, wasn't it? That yeah. principle. That's true. That works. Obviously, if you want to go back in time a long way, you're gonna be there a while, but that's fine. <laughs> and yeah, no, the, the linear, the sort of multiple bodies in one linear thread of time I can get on board with. Yeah. More so than the alternative of going to universe altering yeah. yes yeah yeah 100% agree with you there and she also yeah. said Rob how does Rob feel about Sirius as a character now that the truth is known yeah he's a good lad like a sort of um like an underdog I like the fact he was a dog as well obviously <laughs> <laughs> literal dog <laughs> literal dog you, say you can't have a bad dog. You cannot have a bad dog. Um, and yeah, decent, decent sort of under, sort of misunderstood character. Yeah, nice. And he's, you know, feel a bit sorry for him. He's had to be on the run. He's being pilloried by everyone. Uh, it turned out he was all right. Okay, nice. So have we got any other direct muggle mail? This person has sent like a whole interview for Rob. Um, Please crack on. I don't this? think we need necessarily to to ask them all. Um, I don't think we have her name. Is it another new real fan? There's the same new, new real fan. Okay, we'll crack on with that. Um, okay, Rob, what would a Harry have to do for you to empathise with him? Or why do you empathise with him? Yeah, to be fair, I was thinking about this earlier today. I think he, he's, actually, he's actually not that bad as a character. Like, I can... I know we're kind of supposed to be in his shoes. And I can kind of get on board with that he's had he's had a tough tough start in life and you know i've got to accept that i'm not going to agree with every single decision he makes and things he says um because he's got to do stuff for the story bless him but um yeah yeah no he's he, I, I you know i empathize with his with his situation he deals with it well i reckon what is something that you would that you wish would happen in the future books just absolute wall-to-wall -wall filth <laughs> I, I, just, I honestly didn't, didn't know what you were giving Why do you want that? They're children, children in a boarding school. This is wrong. Right, he basically okay. wants it to turn into Fifty Shades. <laughs> yeah, no. All I want is a bit of a bit of realism. Well, teachers, that'll be fine. Realism, because <laughs> let's or, or just a little suggestion of something okay. going on that's okay. like. Yeah, yeah, can yeah. At least yeah. give me, give me something. And also, yeah, but you like, shouldn't enjoy that, Rob. <laughs> give me a thread. Give me a thread, and I'll pull it. Yeah, no, I just want you know, I don't, I want it, I don't want it to be unrealistically clean. Oh, 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 oh. Philippa has just been presented a cup of tea from off camera. 
from Sue Thomas, long-time friend of the show, in a <laughs> Harry Potter Virgin mug, oh, yeah, nonetheless, cool. which are not available to buy. She also says, why is fiction not interesting to you? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I mean, it is. generally in the last year or two, I've opened back up to fiction and I've started reading other fiction as well. Not because of this, but as part of this. Um, but generally, no, like I, I didn't read massively after school. And um, then when I did start reading, like I'm a very slow reader. So I just focused on nonfiction that I thought was sort of growing my brain. Um, not realising that fiction does that as well, turns out. Absolutely. So, yeah, I was focusing on other stuff, but... Um, yeah, I'm back in the fiction game. I'm here for it. Why do you think Voldemort is so fixated on Harry? Yeah, good question. It's a bit much, isn't it? <laughs> this is a bit much, you know, appearing on the back of heads to, to have a look at him. Yeah, it's, it's freaky, it's, isn't it? Stalkery. That's, that still remains my highlight, to be honest. <laughs> him being on the back of the head. <laughs> Stinking of garlic. Yeah, no, I don't know why he's so fixated on him. Um, just let it, let it lie. Maybe he's, he's fearful that he's going to come, you know, if Harry gets older and grows stronger, he's going to come and kill him, which he probably probably should do. Okay, so muggle mail here from Nick. So, Rob, have you ever tried any of the Harry Potter confectionery? No, I didn't, I didn't know it exists. Although, you know... It's all licensed, mate. What? It's all licensed. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the next bonus episode. Oh yeah. We do live yeah. tasting. You know, I don't I don't really like sweets though. Tough. No. Tough. You like chocolate? I like chocolate, yeah, but not when it's pissed about with. I bet this is bubbling or popping or whatever it is. No, it's frog shaped. It's, it's all part of the job. <laughs> he also said, did Rob get the link between Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot, and Prongs? Nicknames. Yeah, I don't know what he meant by that question. The link between. One of them had horns. I presume who they are. Who they are. Yeah, I think I think yeah. Rob got that quite clearly. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't I make so. assumptions about things like that. <laughs> <laughs> but why has he got his eyes closed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still think that was overkill. Oh man, that was so good. That was the best. Okay, so we're pretty much just going to let Rob go because he can't really engage with a lot of the outposts that we've got. Before you go, yeah. What I wanted to do was I wanted, wanted to give you 60 seconds on the clock, right? I just want you to summarise the beginning, the middle, and the end of each book so far. Oh, you are kidding me. You're giving us a little <laughs> series overview. All I want is in the beginning, this happens. In the middle, this happens. <laughs> At the end, this happens. Can Come I on, just Rob. do them all, all in one? It doesn't have to be a chapter by chapter. Just a general, okay? I'll give you a little moment to prepare. Okay. I mean, we're talking like, you know, a few sentences here. We don't need mm. to be in massive detail. Just take one at a time. Yeah. I reckon 90 seconds. Let's give him 90 seconds. 90 seconds. Yeah. You won't be able to talk that long. Time starts now. Right, book one. He's an orphan. He's in the house. He's in a cupboard. Uh, gets a letter from an owl. They go to a lighthouse. Hagrid has some sausages. Um, <laughs> they go to the... Um, castle. There's some lessons. There's a dog over a trapdoor. Is that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dog one. over a trapdoor. Um, there's a philosopher's stone. 
there's a fella called Nicola who's got it or hasn't got it. Someone's got it. Something yeah. under the trapdoor. Goes under the trapdoor and there's loads of like sticky, horrible plants that he falls into. Uh, and then he's something saves the day at the end of gets, doesn't, finds the stone, doesn't, does he find a stone? Yeah, he finds a stone. He finds yeah, a stone, of course he does. Um, book that's two, the, comes yeah, back well, to school, starts just to stop you, that, that that's, did, that's the minute. That did take one minute, but that was okay. brilliant. Let's do another minute on book two, go. Um, he is shopping for his school books and stuff, uh, goes to, goes to the alley, stays above the pub, is that book two? Yeah. No, three. No, oh. three. Book two just goes back to school. Um, <laughs> similar, similar vibe. New teachers. Um, book two, the car. Yes. Yeah. The car. Uh, steals a car. Um, sort of uh, joyrides it into a tree. Uh, the Whomping Willow. A <laughs> lot, lot of Quidditch happens. They win the cup. Um, they don't. Yeah. I can't. Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the Crystal Maze bit. The one with his through. eyes shut. The one with his eyes shit, shut. There's a snake in the pipes. <laughs> Snakes in the pipes. Um, <laughs> Sounds like Indiana Jones. <laughs> there's a flying. There's flying keys at one point. No, no. Yeah, that's one. That's book one. Oh, there's a fella in the back of his head. That's book two. That's book <laughs> one. What oh. you're forgetting, the big bit of book two that you're forgetting, I think it's the time that's doing him. It seems really stressed. Is the diary. The diary, yeah. There's Ginny. There's the Dobby. Who could forget Dobby's in it? You. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's in it, getting a sock. Um, then we move on to book three. Uh, yeah. Staying above the pub. Uh, Tom yeah. the brings him a cup of tea. Uh, he does shopping, he gets ice cream. There's a cat is purchased. It's called Crookshanks. They go to school. There's more Quidditch. Harry wins the cup. Um, Sirius Black, dog, dog in the stands. Mm. Dementors, mm. cold, clammy individuals. First scene <laughs> on the train, they camp out on the school grounds and come and sort of Harry doesn't like it he gets all funny around them uh they all go under the under the tree to the um village mm. and turns out Sirius Black's all right and his dog and Harry's dad is a stag had a stag Patronus but not bad mm. Mm. Do you remember who escaped at the end of book three? Just the last little detail I would like you to get if you can. Oh, yeah, it's the snivelling little fella. Yeah. Um, has who? Peter. Peter Pettigrew. That's right. Yeah. Well done, Rob. That was, a, that, was a, that was an all right effort for being put on the spot. Yeah, I, I wish so. everyone could have seen how stressed he got. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of rocking back and forth. Honestly, there. the amount I'm sweating is, is, is too much. Okay. He was a well, bit Ginny Weasley, Albo in the bus dish, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Well, Rob, that's that's all we're going to ask you to do tonight. You're free, you're free to go, mate. Let's give him the chapters again. What are we doing? Well, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Uh, chapter one, The Riddle House. Thoughts? Yeah, sounds like a sort of um, might be a gaff at the village. The okay. sort of secret village. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. 
What's that called? Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade's good. Good. And chapter two, The Scar. It's about the old scar on the forehead, isn't it, I reckon? If I'm, <laughs> if I'm going to stick been, my neck out. <laughs> been ahead. Have we got a date for the first? Yeah. So, listeners, we are going to be doing the first recording for season four on August the 15th. And we are going to be releasing the first episode on August the 22nd. So get your owl post in for chapters one and two of book four by the 15th of August, and you're good to go. Rob, thank you so much for joining us for this uh, buffety bonus, and um, we'll see you again. Thanks, nerds. Enjoy. Enjoy your nerd time. Good night. Good night. Bye. He's gone. Thoughts? <laughs> I was thinking. My thoughts are like, I think he did better in that recap than I, I thought he would. Yeah, I got worried when he like went into the detail of Hagrid's sausages that like we might be here all evening. I thought funny, so. Isn't and, but funny. he did speed up. I, yeah, the more stress he gets, the more ginger he gets. He remembers yeah. those little moments like the cup of tea and the keys and the sticky. Yeah. But he doesn't quite remember them in order. So let's just move on to general owl posts. So again, this is continuing from longtime friend of the show, Emma Jane. She said, I love how annoyed Phil and a lot of the time Millers gets at Rob for not getting the books in the way that we do. I think that there's an element of Rob refusing to be drawn in, but also just the simple fact that he's reading the books as an adult when we read it for the first time as kids. We lived and breathed Harry Potter and we were privileged to feel the energy of the books in our everyday lives as they came out and the nation read along with us. Rob will never feel this in the way we did and I don't think we should expect him to. But the way the girls get so annoyed at him is hilarious and keeps things entertaining. So keep that aggro coming. Right. So I do agree. I do understand that it is different reading something as an adult and a child. However, like I know lots of adults like who have read the, the books as adults, like friends. My parents read like well, obviously adults when they read them. Yeah. Like your, you know, Joe. I do Craig. think there's something in the kind of cultural phenomenon wave though, because they would have yeah, been. Yeah, they read it at the time. Yeah. But they you know, we know adult people our age who've read it mm. recently. But she did have a, a specific question to you three. If you were writing the end to this book, sorry, book three, and could change one thing about it, what would it be? And why? How would your tweak add more value to these iconic chapters? Woof. Uh, like, I don't think you can improve on perfection. Any small tweak you make in that, how that ends up, like the fact that Sirius escapes, but so does Wormtail, all that. Any change in that mm. would have massive repercussions. Mm. I wonder if just something like Ron, I feel like Ron, just like you know when Ron's really upset because he's like you slept in my bed when he says that to Scab as he finds out if he just gave him like a cheeky backhander <laughs> do you know what I mean like just something like that just like a because yeah. I just feel like Patrick who gets away like so scot-free I would quite like it and I feel like it should come from Ron because it's such a massive betrayal like imagine to be honest with you I can imagine it with Tilly because she's quite snidey but imagine Mona was just slying you the whole time, like the whole thing was a lie. Yeah, that would hurt. Yeah, she's no Tilly. I'll be honest, that would hurt. 
Mona's and like, our, our cat, by the way, for any real Yeah, friends. and you just one day you found out that actually she was just this bald man who'd just been using you the whole time. I mean, yeah, you'd feel like, not just like betrayed, but like disgusted. Like, like Mona comes into our bed. Imagine if that's a person, like that is wrong. Do you know what I would change? I would like the detail of how Scabbers ended up with the Weasleys. Oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, of course, you can't, you can't have it because he's trying virtually the whole time to deny, just deny, deny, deny everything. Yeah. Um, but I would love that information. Yeah. I would love that information. If that could somehow be drawn into these chapters. But thank you so much for that, Al Post, and thank you for waiting uh, three months. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Emma. So this is all quite old, Al Post. This is from Emma, real fan. Real fan, Emma. Thank you, Emma. Ah. Welcome to the Harry Potter Virgin. So you discussed in the last episode that wizard cats and wizard owls are not just your run-of-the-mill animals. Yeah. So how do you think they become magical? Are they born magical like humans? So a percentage of all cats are magical cats and the rest are mug rest are muggle cats are they bred as specific magical creatures so two magical cats always have magical kittens or do they have a spell or a charm put on them that makes them magical i've got an answer but phil what about you first yeah i 100 percent think it's exactly the same as humans holy so, shit i was going to yeah, say exactly the same yeah. thing so definitely. i reckon there are like breeders in the magical world that breed you know like pedigree certain types of owls that are going to be really pure really blood. fast or yeah, yeah pure blood owls but but you may well get like a squib owl in there and yeah. they probably yeah. just get sent to like a muggle pet shop or something like they mm -hmm. probably get discarded a bit like squibs yeah. squib um people do and i also reckon you get almost like um owls that are in the muggle world that just suddenly exactly like Hermione or whatever, they just have a bit of magic in them and they probably stay in the muggle world, yeah. um, but, but have that element about them. So I just think that they are like essentially a breed of, um, and yeah, I'm sure they'd be, they'd be brads and stuff. I wonder if there's anything about that in um, Fantastic Beasts. Because yeah. I haven't read that for years. So I imagine they were like, uh, especially with, with owls, they're magical and non-magical owls in the wild and they probably mate and so yeah. some of them will make magic more magical owls and some of them won't yeah and i was going to say with like cats i think there is something in fantastic beasts or there's some form of canon where there is a magical creature or a fantastic beast whatever you want to call it so it's definitely separate from a cat but that is very feline I imagine that's probably how the magic originally got into like just the standard moggy uh, yeah. gene pool. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think it just works in exactly the same way as it does for muggles. Great question. Yeah, fantastic yes, question. So basically, if you have a cat, it might be magic. Mine definitely is. Mona's magic. She's definitely not normal, but she's just Thai, like literally. Okay, this is from Claire. We are fine, Claire. Thank you for your question, Claire. We love real fans. Welcome to the Harry Potter Virgin. Mugs are a tenner. Mugs are a tenner. <laughs> Plus places in package. Minimum order of 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a big garage. She's got a big garage, don't worry. She says, I was listening to your most recent episode and you guys talked about if you thought wizards use alarm clocks. While I was listening to the audiobook of Half-Blood 
prints while I was at work today, and it read this. Legend. There was another oh. flash of light, and Ron fell in a heap on his mattress. Sorry, repeated Harry weakly, while Dean and Seamus continued to roar with laughter. Tomorrow, said Ron in a muffled voice. I'd yes. rather you set the alarm clock. So I guess there are alarm clocks in the Wizarding World, but I'm assuming they're powered by spells, not batteries. Nice. In my head, Claire is a surgeon and she's literally got the audiobook <laughs> on headphones and she's literally doing some sort like of heart open surgery. heart surgery. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the flash that wakes them up? It's he he does the um, Yeah, he does the, oh, he does the Levy Corpus. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well brilliant. done, Claire. Yeah. Top nice top work. There. Top work. What we love, we love it when real fans go into the archives and pull out quotes. That's yeah, a, that's, that's a real that's a real thrill. That's all from me. I had this outpost just very recently from long time friend of the show, Rosie King. She said, "I was out with two people the other day. Show off, <laughs> <laughs> and one and one said her son reads loads, but has refused to read Harry Potter as J.K. has stolen ideas from other books." I was astounded at this accusation. Have you heard this rumour? Brackets, she was not willing or able to give me examples. <laughs> I like this, oh, that Rosie just interrogated her. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. She was like, well, what then? What then? You can't no, just, this, you can't just is, chuck that out. Yeah, this is your classic. Well, West Side Story is Romeo and Juliet, you know? Like, it's your classic. Isn't there that theory that there's only really 10 stories in like in the world and they've all mm. just been adapted over and over again? Like, so yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm sure stuff is borrowed or influenced or, you know, she pastiches some stuff. Is that the word? I and mean, that's what it is in music, isn't it? And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think the genius is how she brings it all together. And there's so, there is so much uniqueness in it. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see what books this woman's son is reading that don't bother st borrow stories from anyone else. Because unless he's reading like caveman paintings, then it's borrowed. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what this person means. Because if they mean yeah. like, you know, oh, there are some ideas maybe taken from Lord of the Rings or this or that, that's just being, no problem with that. Everyone does that. Every, like author or artist or just person will take inspiration from things that they've read or experienced. That's going to happen. She takes a huge amount from mythology, doesn't she? Yeah, but yeah, like deliberately. Like, as you're talking, yeah, basilisks and, yeah. and you know, of course. Um, lots but that, of that's because it's really well researched. But then, there, do you remember, Phil? I really remember years and years and years, years ago. Like I think it was late nineties, maybe. There was a lawsuit. Someone filed a lawsuit oh, saying, yeah. like, actually claiming plagiarism. I looked it up earlier, and the name of these books. I, so I, they're I, like 90, I think it said it was a 1984 book. 1984 is a good book. No, no it was oh. published in 1984. Slightly different. So story. it was like before Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what this uh, woman's son is saying is that she's taken lots of uh you know puzzle pieces from mythology and you know things like alchemy and from history and mashed it all together yeah but like that's the skill though yeah of course that's just the skill so what were these books specifically so, in this um, lawsuit <laughs> so the legend of ra and the muggles 
and Larry Potter and his best friend Lily. What? And then it says these. Like, that's, that one's a bit of a coincidence, isn't it? Yeah, but apparently the main part of the case was around the world mug, word muggles. But also it says portions of Ra were originally published in booklet form in 1986 by Ande Publishing Company, which was a company founded by that author with some friends. And they publishing filed for bankruptcy in September 1987 without selling any of its booklets in the United States or anywhere. Oh, that's actually Wait, really so sad. Oh, they didn't yeah, sell but, a single booklet. Yeah, but it just shows like it's not that it obviously it's not as good as Harry Potter, is it? No. You can't like she didn't. Well, also, how could ideas. they imagine she'd read it then? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they don't get it. Right, the last bit of outpost that I want to cover is, is a bit of outpost from the end of last season, and it came from a, a long-time friend of the show, Lauren. Oh, Phil wasn't here for this. Phil wasn't here for this. No, no. but I've this listened. Was, this was when oh, um, another long-time friend, <laughs> another long-time friend of the show, and some sometime guest on the show, uh, Tabitha, aka Pabutha, um, <laughs> Pabs. Came in and filled in for you, Phil. Yeah. And yeah, Lauren's question was basically like, if you had any budget, who would you cast as the Marauders? <gasps> and they're they're being cast for the adult adult roles. I've, roles I've, I've, I've already got one. And I don't need much budget. Ages. I can tell you now. I've got Tom Wansey <laughs> as um, Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantastic choice. That is great. And then when it doesn't know him personally, he played Mark Hollander in the series Ace Lightning. Looking at look map. Fantastic series. <laughs> now, what we're going to do? We've got mine and Tabitha's answers here, and then we've got some fan answers. Then we've got some fan <gasps> answers. As oh well. my god! So we're going to go through them, and then what we're going to do over the next few weeks between now and the beginning of season four, we're going to do some polls on Instagram. We're going to do some like head to heads. <laughs> Um, to see who's made the best choices. So Tabitha, she has gone ahead and casted as James Potter. Cast. Cast as, as prongs, James Potter, Taron Egerton. I think that's how you say his name. Did you just know his name by looking at that? No. Who played uh, who played Elton John in, in Rocket Man? Oh, right. Um, okay. So she's she's cast. She now, this her her padfoot is a guy called what's his name? Can oh, I ask what age we're like I, I, casting I, them as? Around sort of a sort of early 30s, I suppose it would be. <sighs> some um, people, some some of them need to be aged down, I think. Yeah. Yeah, her casting of um Sirius Black would be Andrew Scott, who's who's been in a lot of things very recently. He's a very good actor. He's probably most widely known as playing Moriarty in Sherlock. Sherlock. Oh, he's brilliant. What, him is serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah him is serious. Yeah. That's really good. Tabitha, for her Lupin, would choose Josh O'Connor of The Crown. Yeah. Plays Prince Charles in The Crown. Oh, brilliant. Lupin. For Lupin, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see that. For yeah, Lupin. I see that. And then <laughs> for, for Pettigrew, she's gone for James McAvoy, but fatter. Yeah, that's good. So my choices here, I've gone very straight back for uh, James Potter, Nicholas Holt of uh, About a Boy fame and, uh, and Skins, but obviously he's now now far more grown oh, up. Oh, yeah, okay. I've gone a bit out, outside the oh, box here for, Sir for Sirius Black, and I've gone with Adam Driver. Who's that? Adam Driver. He's... Girls. He was in Girls. And was he's, it a marriage story? He's been in Star Wars. He's a huge star these days. Oh, okay. 
I think he's good because he's not too attractive. I, I... For Lupin, I'm going to stick with my instinct because I did Ooh. change this and I would go with Alfie Allen. Is he Lily Allen's dad? He's no, Lily no. Allen's brother. <laughs> Legitimately. Oh. From Game of Thrones. Who, who have uh, you got him as? Who does he? Pettigrew. Lupin. I don't see him as Lupin. And I would go for Toby Jones as, uh, as Wormtail. Who's who's also been in Sherlock? He's had a t- tough life as and a he's, rat. Yeah, very tough life as a rat, and he's been in Detectorists. Okay, so we had some fan uh, entries, right? Yeah. So M's says for Mooney. So that's Lupin. That's Lupin. Yeah. I don't agree with this at all. Gonna... Um, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Okay. <laughs> oh, I said this... them. Hugh Jackman, I've heard of him, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've heard of him, but also, yeah. has he gone? I would have him like as gone... anyone as serious. Like, oh, no way would I have him as. Has he gone for the Wolverine? Uh, <laughs> for Wolverine. Maybe, yeah. Because he's he's played something with the sound wolf. In okay, it. again, I, I, do you know what? Like, I like him, but. Oh. Wormtail, Eddie Redmayne. Now that is flat out mental. Again, he's, <laughs> he's very he's such a pretty boy. He's gorgeous, yeah. Padfoot, Robert Robert Downing Jr. Gosh, he's really got headless, hasn't he? <laughs> Phil, so there's any budget you want. Any budget you want. Serious, Robert Downing Jr. But serious. I'm kind of looking okay. to give some upstarts a chance. I think Robert Downey Jr. as as serious could work, definitely. And for prongs, so James, no, I don't know who Pad, this is. Pad... No, for oh, prongs. Sorry, yeah, go on. Luke Evans. Who's Luke Evans? I think I went to school with them. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is Luke Evans. I couldn't tell you Luke Evans is. What's he been in? I do not is know. Is he an actor? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything. I've seen him in loads of he's stuff. He's probably in action movies. Is he in Fast and Furious? I think so. Look, he's got a six pack. Right, okay. So, so sorry, Evans. Um, that was probably a bit rude. Um, but... No, but thank you very much for yeah, the um, submissions. Thank you for the message. Also, Rest assured, they have been discarded immediately. Another suggestion from a real fan, Erica. Oh, hello, Erica. Nice okay. to... Nice. I Welcome think this is going to be more sensible. I think she's taking it seriously. Okay, okay great. go for it, Erica. Prongs. Yeah. So that's... James. 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 I'm getting confused. Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt, yeah. It's a great shout. It's a great shout. Mooney. Benedict Cumberbatch. So we know who he is. Yeah. Yeah, I can see. I can Mooney. see that. Yeah, I think I can Lupin. see that because he's a bit weird looking. Yeah. Um, or Matthew Good. Good. I think it's pronounced good. Good. He's a handsome man, yeah. isn't he? Oh, we didn't oh, in that first. He was picture. in Downton. I'm certain he was in Downton. Oh yes, he was he one of Mary's. He played the driver. He played um, the driver. The driver. Yeah, the race driver. I think the guy that Mary, Lady yeah, Mary, yeah, ends one up of with. one of Mary's. Yeah. Wormtail. Tom Hollander. I just think it's I don't get that at all. Tom no. Hollander's a little boy that plays Spider Man. Look, why Wormtown has to be unattractive. What am I thinking Definitely. Tom Hollander. Oh no, she I'm thinking of Tom Holland. Oh Tom on. Hollander is like a comic actor. Oh. Tom yeah, Hollander. He's from Rev. I think Rev is what most people would know him for. Okay. That's not a you bad shout. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. yeah, that's not a bad shout at all. Yeah, I can see that. Especially if he's like all like fucked up a bit. Dishevelled. And- oh, I know him. He was in the he's in loads of stuff and he was in the night 
the night, night watchman. watchman yeah do you remember the night manager the night manager he was brilliant in that with tom hiddleston who yeah. was another potential oh, well tom hiddleston is padfoot ah okay. who's tom hiddleston tom He's hiddleston is Loki. I don't know who anyone is. Dashingly good actor. It's almost not fair. I almost chose him for Lupin, but I decided to stick with my first choice. What was this for, Padfoot? Yeah, look at this guy. Look at this guy. Oh, he's not attractive. Are you serious? Oh my God. He's not attractive as Loki, but he is attractive in other things. I almost went for him for Lupin. I think that would be good for looping. I mean, how can she look at That's, that? And... That is definitely not Padfoot. Okay. Um... I'm glad that you're not attracted to him because I look. Well, do you like see that. his hairline in the other one? But he's not fit as Loki. No. What is Loki? He's a bit. He's a bit snake. You're so shit at pop culture. You also Jack... <laughs> Jack Houston. Who's so that? Padfoot is Tom Hiddleston or Jack Houston? Kenton Houston. Goodness, Custom. the options. Jack Huston. Well, what we'll do, we will, why don't we, we can have between now and, um, between now and, and season four. Yeah. We can have a couple of. Um, Polls. Oh, because we've got four entries. Yeah. We could do like semi-finals and final for each, for each one. God, I'm excited about this. Yeah. So we could have like me, uh, how about me versus M's <laughs> in the semi-finals. Yeah, obviously. And Erica versus versus Tab. Yeah. And then the winner of each uh, one will go into the grand final and we'll end up with our cast. Yeah. So we can submit one too. You can do that. You want me to do it? I don't even have Instagram. I have to do it. Okay. We'll figure it out together. Right. So I need to do my list. Yeah. Yeah. You can do a list. Yeah. You do a list. You do a list and send a list. I've already got two. We're going to have a quarterfinals here in a minute. <laughs> We're going to have a World Cup. Well, a wo- I've only got one of mine. That means I need to think of some. It's okay. It's fun. Well, thank you very much for listening to the Harry Potter version. Our soundtrack was an original composition by Patrick Steed. It's goodbye from Millers. Goodbye. Goodbye from Phil. Mad Eye Moody. Uh, and goodbye from me. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>